Blog Talk Radio. I'd like to read to you portions of an article from the New Existentialist, and the date is May 22. The year is 2012. This article is entitled "Psychiatry and Clinical Psychology Have Failed." Here's how we do better. So it begins as follows. This has been a bad week for us, mental illness. Note that term, mental illness. According to the New York Times, five of the current 10 personality disorders will not be included in the next publication of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. The most controversial to be cut is Narcissistic Personality Disorder. That is the malady of me disease. So if you're suffering from those conditions, don't worry. In 2013, they'll cease to exist. In the meantime, millions of people have been diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder and the other personality disorders that will soon become extinct. They have been medicated, treated in psychiatric hospitals, received psychotherapy, and have permanent records stating their psychiatric diagnosis. They have been stigmatized, charged money in the form of co-payments and out-of-pocket medical expenses, and experienced deep personal pain and shame only to find that their diagnosis was a pseudo-diagnosis and no longer exists. Truly, this this is malpractice and professional negligence. Even worse, There's no known cause of any of the 10 personality disorders and never has been. I want to read this statement again. Even worse, there is no known cause of any of the 10 personality disorders and never has been. The gurus at the American Psychiatric Association hypothesized that the personality disorders come from a mix of genetic and environmental factors. But it's hard not to be incredulous when five of the 10 personality disorders are vanishing. It's not just personality disorders either. Another New York Times article last week points out that the 
cost of residential eating disorder programs can run $30,000 a month. Remember, this article is from 2012. With many patients needing three or more months of treatment, the kicker, most insurance companies will not cover long-term treatment because the inadequate empirical evidence of effective treatment remedies is inadequate. We don't know how to fix an eating disorder, but we're going to charge you 30000 a month for trying. We claim to understand personality disorders, but there could be five or ten or none. The evidence is unclear. It's time to call it like it is. Mainstream psychiatry and clinical psychology are failing. Current mainstream treatments are not cost-effective and are not worth not working in the long term. Diagnostic labeling is destructive, inaccurate, and clinically cumbersome. Clinical psychology is at a crossroads. Communities, families, schools, and individuals are ailing and undeniably need its presence. But it has to transform into something better than a pseudo-quantitative pretension that psychology must be biological, even if we don't know how. Fortunately, there are better motives. Humanistic psychology, psychodynamically driven, isn't a quick fix, but it does live up to its promise, so goes this article. And so uh, it goes on. One such model is the client as self-healer model. Now get this. Proposed by Art Bohard and Karen Tallman in their book, How Clients Make Therapy Work, Bohard and Tallman's approach rooted in humanistic principles directly contradicts the medical model of psychiatry or psychiatric or psychotherapy treatment and has been empirically validated through quantitative and qualitative research. Unquote. So I'm going to stop there. Now, I wanted to read a portion of this article to you because I want you to know exactly or I want you to know some of the latest findings of what psychiatry and clinical psychology pretend to do and don't do. They do not have a real understanding of the human condition because there is no real understanding in psychiatry or clinical psychology of the person of Christ. There's no real understanding in psychiatry or psychotherapy of the reality of sin. And so a necessity their models will be incomplete and inadequate. What we have in the Word of God is a complete understanding of the human condition based in truth, based in reality, based on the character of God who cannot lie. And so, God sent his 
only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to die for sinners, that is, those who are devoted to the practice of sin, while we were still enemies, God sent forth his Son. When we were God's enemies, he sent forth his Son to give his life for us. We were the enemies of God in our minds. Notice, this is the language that the Apostle Paul uses. When we were enemies of God in our very minds, the very place that psychiatry and clinical psychology have claimed to help individuals, which they cannot and do not. We must go to the Word of God if we want a real understanding of the human condition. Remember, God cannot lie. God as to his essence, God as to his nature, cannot lie. God is truth. And so we go to the word of God to understand ourselves. Now we read that Jesus died for us, that is, for us sinners, those who were devoted to the practice of sin. When one believes into the person of Jesus, when one believes that Jesus died for him or her, when one accepts the reality that he or she is a sinner, and that Jesus died for you, and that he was buried, and that he was raised again on the third day. This is the gospel. This is the good news. Psychiatry and clinical psychology do not have good news because they are not based in truth. The word of God is truth. Jesus that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus gives eternal life. If you are miserable, if you are hopeless, if you talk about taking your life, if you believe you cannot go on, let me encourage you to go to God. and talk to him about what is going on with you. Now, for believers, I'm going to be reading from Romans chapter 6, Romans 6. Paul says these words to believers. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Notice, an operation of the mind to believers. Likewise, reckon, that is, count on, or in this way, calculate, believe, reckon you yourselves to be dead indeed unto the practice of sin, in fact, in fact, reckon yourself dead to the practice of sin. Count on, through the power of the indwelling spirit. 
but alive unto God through Jesus Christ. Let not sin therefore reign as king in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the lust thereof. See, psychotherapy and psychiatry do not understand the human condition because they do not recognize sin or understand sin. One must have an understanding of the word of God in order to understand sin. And what sin is and how destructive it is and what's, how sin can ruin life. So let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither, verse 13, this is Romans 6, 13, neither yield ye your members, that is the members of your body, as instruments of unrighteousness. The word instruments there in verse 13 is the Greek word hafla. It means instruments of war. Now, this is very interesting. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of war of or unrighteousness unto sin. Now, the believer can be his or her own worst enemy if he or she yields to the practice of sin. The believer can create a war within his or her own soul if there is a surrender unto sin and not a surrender unto God. The soul can become the battleground of an of incredible conflict if the believer does not reckon himself or herself to be dead to the practice of sin but alive unto God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That term Lord is very important. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Iesu Christos, our Lord, our Master. You must yield yourself to him. If you would have victory over sin in your life, you must forsake, give up, turn your back on, reckon yourself dead, to the practice of sin, then you will be free in your life. You'll be completely free because you will be walking in fellowship with the eternal God. Good morning. Well, good evening still. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.